Welcome everybody to the Career Jungle podcast, where we talk about work, education, and everything in between. As usual, I'm here with Ben. Ben, how's it going? Going great. How are you doing? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. So today, as mentioned in our previous podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about digital apprenticeships. So we have an amazing guest here, uh, Loida Ortero, right? That's how I pronounce it. Yep. Awesome. And Loida has a really interesting background. So right now she's been in the digital marketing accelerator at Acadium, which does digital marketing apprenticeships, but also this accelerator. And we'll hear a little bit about that. She also works at operations and marketing at a law firm. She founded her own in the studio. And she also works as a social media consultant. Uh, so uh, does a lot. And we're really Doing excited. Doing a lot that- of stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're really excited to have you on. Um, so why don't we just start by hearing a little bit about yourself and tell us about this, this journey through, I mean, you're doing so much. So how, how you got from where you started off in your career and what you're doing now and take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. So it was, it's a little weird, but basically, I guess you could say I have somewhat of a checkered past because I have done so many different things. Um, but straight out of high school, I was in a specialized high school and they kind of got me my foot in the door in one of the oldest law firms in New York City. And so I started real early on uh, working for that industry. And for a very long time, I thought that I would just, it seemed like it would make sense to just be a lawyer, right? Just go and get your JD. Um, might as well. I've done every single job in a law firm that you can possibly think of. And um, so just to backtrack, have a really strong uh, legal background. I worked in anywhere from the smallest to the largest law firms. And my last job was in New York City. It was sort of training two departments for soft skills and hard skills. Essentially, I was a problem solver. I found problems and I solved them. That was pretty much the, 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 the host of of the job. And I came to Maine. I was, I, by the way, I'm a public affairs major. So I was learning Twitter and Facebook at the time and all these things. And um, when Twitter was a thing, I know, I mean, it's still a thing, but <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, I feel like it was more of a thing then. And For so, sure. yeah. And so um, my friends were like, what are you doing? Like, you know, how do you know how to do all this Twitter stuff and all this Facebook stuff? And I was like, well, I'm learning it um, at school. I, I was one of those people where I would say, fortunately, I went to school later in life, which really helped me, I think, um, in terms of learning those cutting edge skills that a lot of peers my age and my age group just didn't know, you know, they kind of like had to learn on their own, but I was kind of fortunate that I went to school later, um, 2010, uh, um, I come from a single family. So I didn't want to put the burden of my mom having to foot the bill for college. So it was, it was always a thing where I had to work full time. I knew that. And so when I went to school, I went to Baruch, um, I chose, I started with business, but then I, I sort of gravitated more towards public affairs and they have a really good program where they teach you you know all sorts of like a PR side of things and also social media so that's kind of like I started in New York City working with my friends kind of for free just like hey this is what you do and this is how you do those things so fast track into Maine so I've been in Maine for seven years so when I first got into Maine I would say in 2014 Um, I didn't want to go into another law firm. You know, I told myself like, no, 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 you have to do something different. You have to do something different. So I got this kind of entry level position in this digital marketing ad agency, local ad agency in Portland, Maine. And there is kind of like where everything started. It just blew my mind that people were actually paying other people 
to manage their social media, to kind of like do that sort of thing, to do ads and all that stuff. So I was working with so many talented people and um, I just never knew that that was a thing. You know, I've been so much in the law firm or the legal world that I just had no idea. So that kind of like opened my eyes, but at the same token, I'm a tradition, I guess I was like so used to the traditional sort of side of things that I thought, well, maybe I should be a lawyer. Maybe that's that's something I should do. So I went ahead and I applied for UMaine's um, JD program. And when I got to the, I was actually studying for the LSAT and then I just like saw the amount of money that I would, that I would incur. And mind oh, you, man. yeah. It was it was a little bit of a sticker shock, which, by the way, it's Maine, so it's not it's really wasn't that expensive compared to like New York City Fordham, right? right. But still, I didn't want to incur like my biggest thing was I don't want to incur debt. I've been you know for my bachelor's I had zero debt. You know I worked full time, so I you know I, I got paid really handsomely, so I was able to afford the bill for school, and also you know I got grants and scholarships and stuff like that. So I had zero debt okay um so to go in to this thing which is kind of scary is like oh do I have to you know 60 80 grand and that's not, and um do I really want to do that you know and so I still I, like as I'm studying for the LSAT I'm like I don't know like I really I think <laughs> I need I think I need to go to a law firm first to see okay. if this is the kind of life that I want you know because is this something I want so in the interim of me working at the ad agency, kind of seeing that sort of very fast track life, right? In a very different way because law firms are fast, but this was a different type of fast, you know? Um, I started kind of like learning different things. I realized that I needed to reskill. I realized that, you know, problem solving is the core of everything, but I also needed to reskill. I ended up kind of dabbling in different things. So I learned coding, I went to, I, I took as many free resources as I possibly could. And I started learning HTML, CSS, a little bit of JavaScript. I realized wow. that coding wasn't for me. <laughs> Very early on, I was like, I don't like this. So <laughs> I, I mean, I, you have to be honest with yourself, right? So I realized that wasn't, that wasn't for me. And, um, but I, I did have, a knack and it was like natural for social media and I really did like it. So I stumbled, literally stumbled upon this woman in New Jersey who needed help with social media for a wellness um, event that she was hosting. And I said, I'm gonna do it. It was, it, at the time it was free. And I was like, I'm fine, I don't care. I just wanna do it. I just wanna see if this is something that I can be serious about. All the right. while, you know, I'm actually still considering the JD, but not really like, I'm like, maybe that's an option. I don't know. So <laughs> I'm, I'm working at a law firm and doing this social media for this lady. And I'm realizing that I'm being more pulled there than I am. Like, I'm not interested in the law stuff. Like it's boring. I don't like it. But then I'm really, really passionate about this event and, and you know, sending it and promoting it, all that stuff. So I realized that that's kind of the avenue that I needed to take. So what I ended up doing is everything that I got my hands on again, <laughs> like for free, I went ahead and learned everything. I got as many programs that I could get under my belt. Um, and that's when I stumbled upon Acadium, which at the time there were a different company. They rebranded recently in a couple of years, but it was essentially Acadium. And basically their pitch was, learn the digital skills for free and then do some apprenticeship and get, you know, get that kind of experience in your boat. And I was like, well, that's essentially what I'm doing, but it's better that I actually do it with like some type of a program or outline or something. And right. I say that because, I mean, at this point I had invested some money you know, I, I did the Coursera program, social media and all these things. But what I really realized that there were like missing elements, you know, there were missing things that, that I was learning on the fly. And so what I needed was something that was up to date with the latest sort of trends, right? Like, I feel like there were holes in my knowledge. I knew there were holes in my knowledge, but also the tools that I was, that I was using 
they just weren't they weren't taking me where I needed to go. They weren't up to snuff. And so can can I ask what you what do you felt what did you feel at the time that you were missing? Did you feel like there wasn't a uh, like a steady path from from one thing to another? Did you feel like it was outdated? I feel like it was not tactical enough. You know, like they were giving you the broad strokes of like, you know, how to do it and market research and, and all these things, but they weren't giving me the tactical information that I needed. They weren't right. telling me what I needed to do to boost my engagement organically. You know, they weren't telling me any of that stuff. It was just very mm-hmm. like broad strokes. Like, this is what social media is and this is what it's for. And that was all great. But at the time I needed to help promote this, this event. So it wasn't really helping me. Like it was good foundational stuff, good beginner Mm -hmm. stuff, but it wasn't helping me at the time to understand and leverage those platforms as much as I possibly could. I started learning more stuff at Acadia. And then um, I think recently it was like fast track to like August uh, of last year. I received an email from Acadia. They were like, hey, we're trying this new thing. At that point, it's not really new because they've already done like several cohorts, but they're like, we're trying out this thing. I think you're going to be, I think you would be a really good candidate for it. And um, let us know if you're interested. And so at first I was like, what is this? I'm already part of your program. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you want from me? Sort of thing. Who are you but, guys? How'd right, you get my right. But it was like, okay, well, you know what? maybe I do need to look into this. It was very serendipitous too. It was very much like at the time I was like on the fence whether I wanted to take on clients for social or what the case was. So I was like, you know what? Right. Maybe I do need to explore. And it is- That was a, a big pain. jump. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. It was. No, because I mean, it's yeah. so in a way, it's, I mean, it's not easy, but maybe it's, it's much simpler to stick to that old way of thinking of going oh I'll just I'll just study and get my JD I mean uh right and try to get to into law school and and you did a a really brave jump I mean it's amazing I know I know and it was so funny because I (laughs) told all my family members I'm gonna be a lawyer and they're like yes finally we were hoping that you would say those words you know oh no how did that conversation and then I was like I don't want to, I don't want to be. <laughs> I mean, it was so funny. Like my partner, he was, I think out of everyone, he, he should really get the bulk of, of the credit because, you know, he, he was like, you're going to do coding. Great. You know, he got me this awesome keyboard. And then I'm like, right. I don't want to do coding. And then I was like, <laughs> I want to do, I want to get my JD. He's like, great. He gets me this, this hundred dollar pen. He's like, here, you know, and I got you the <laughs> leather book. And, and I'm like, I don't think I want to be. Oh man! Either. And so it's like I, would be I think so mad. I think at this point he was just like, "Listen, I don't care what you do, just figure it out, okay?" Because this, this is point, getting there were no exhausting. Yeah, exactly. He was just like, "Okay, what do you Even really the want?" Is still relevant, no? I mean, yeah, and I still use it to this day. But awesome. it's and and you know it's a good you know and I have to say, you know, for anyone listening to this for everyone listening to this coding skills are important and here's why you know you really do think a certain way when you start coding and I was just going I was just uh it wasn't back end it was front end I was thinking of front end coding and it really did help me to be very honest and if I wanted to fine tune later like if down the road I'm like you know the social media is great, but I want to do something more granular. I want to get more niche. I can totally right. do like HTML email templates, you know, and stuff like that because I have the skills. So it's, it, it wasn't like a, a waste of time for a lot of people listening. They're probably like, wow, you made so many leaps and bounds <laughs> and I don't want to do that. And that's fine, you know, but sometimes it does take several leaps and several places to figure out what you want. And I think the important part from here is the takeaway is you can always back out. You know what I mean? Like you could always change your mind. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're down this path and you feel like you have to do it. You don't have to do it. You can do whatever you want. You can pivot as many times as you want and it's okay. And I think that's the thing that I had to tell myself over and over again. You know, it's okay that you don't like 
software engineering. You know, it's okay that you don't you don't, you don't see yourself pushing paper for the rest of your life. Like th these these are legitimate reasons. Like these are all legitimate concerns. At the end of the day, it's your life. If you don't want to do this thing, correct it. And yeah, it's going to be annoying to some people, but who cares? <laughs> it's Absolutely. your life. You know, at the end of the day, you have to you have to do what's right for you. So I no, you know, I think that's huge. I mean, I think you said two huge things here that um, I think this is what makes you such a great guest and for people to hear your story because first of all, Yoshua and I have spoken about this so much. And I always tell him that the, that the one thing I got, the, the biggest thing, I mean, obviously learning how to program on its own, you know, it has its benefits, but the way that it teaches you how to think and it's so interesting to hear it from someone who you know, who said, oh, you know, like I learned it. It was nice. It wasn't for me. I'm moving on. And that you were still able to take something from it. Right. And, and I think that's amazing because for me, that's like the, maybe the, may, you know, not, not the number one thing you want to get out of coding, but it, certainly it's like the, one of the, or I'll put it this way. It's not what you expect to get out of coding, but it's like this benefit that, you know, people who learn how to code or they learn map, they develop these reasoning skills, which is, mm -hmm. you know, useful everywhere. And, and I also yep. really like what you said about not being scared to, to switch lane. And, you know, I, even I can say, I mean, I've worked, I worked in construction before, before I went to college. Mm -hmm. I mean, now I don't do anything <laughs> that's even remotely similar to it. So I, I, I so connect with, with what you're saying. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm glad that you, that you, that you connect with it. I'm glad, and, and it's, it's good, you know, you're drawing parallels. You're like, hey, I was working consumption and now, right. you know, so I think that, first of all, I think that we're, we're, we're going towards a place where we're noticing that you're going to need to reskill several times over. And, you know, I had this conversation with Shua and he was just like, yeah, you know, like it's, right. we're seeing this, we're seeing a lot of people kind of reskilling. It's huh. absolutely important. You're going to have to take on several roles, right? And whether you're a generalist in something or whether you're going to be a specialist in something, either way, <laughs> you're going to have to reskill. And right. so I think that ability to switch you know, and the ability to pick things up um, on the fly and, you know, and being okay with change and being okay with learning new concepts and not getting so stuck on the way things should be or could be or have been, right? And just like moving forward with the current, um, understanding that, you know, it's a scary thing, sure, but a lot of things in life seem scary at first. And then you, you know, riding a bike is difficult and then you learn and you're like, oh, this is not so bad, you know? And so it's okay to be afraid of change. Right. So long as uh, you're not letting that paralyze you. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but uh, I feel like, I feel like I, cut, I totally switched the conversation off and you were, you were, we were at a, a certain point in your, in your path. So, so can, I, can I ask you to yeah. continue Sorry, I went on this. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so yeah. I took the Acadian program or I, I, I spoke to the counselor because there's like, there's a, a, a three-step process actually where, you know, you send them an email if you're interested and then you go. Is, and then, and you, you mentioned in a bit, but what is digital marketing? And you can split that into two. But a lot of people listening are thinking to themselves like, oh, this sounds drink. But what is actually digital marketing? You know, I've heard, I know marketing in general is like, you know, maybe writing some social media posts. But for someone who is thinking of going into digital marketing, maybe, you know, go into that either while you're explaining about Acadian or afterwards. Yeah, sure. So digital marketing is basically marketing digitally so anything that has to do with the internet so as like 
we all talk about blogs and how they have to be SEO optimized, right? Search engine optimization. So digital marketing kind of takes everything that you're learning. It's talking about that search engine optimization. It talks about content marketing. So for those people that are, are looking for blogs or, or are helping somebody with a blog, you know, how can we get that content in front of people? It's talking about influencer marketing, you know, so dealing with people, influencers whether they're micro or macro and we can talk about that later down the road but basically you know how can I leverage the influence of somebody on social media to help me sell this product or help me um, promote something or get awareness um, then there's email <laughs> so there's an email component to digital marketing where you know how can I get more more emails or more leads um, then there's advertising and then there's, and it goes into other things. And of course there's social, right? Social media, um, it talks about exactly that. Like how can I either grow organically or how can I use paid advertising? And digital marketing is a very broad um, spectrum. Like you can, there are so many things within it. Um, honestly, specializing in everything would be daunting. Uh, so really anyone that's really interested in, in one path, I would say, should you know a little bit of SEO? Sure. Should you know PPC or just Ace Facebook ads or any, you know, Google ads, whatever? Sure. You probably should have a good understanding, email, that sort of thing. But typically what people do is, you know, they, they'll try a little bit of everything. They'll understand the broad strokes of content marketing, SEO you know, search engine, op you know, all these different aspects of social media, and they'll really fine tune what their interests are in one specific area. And usually the idea is to use or leverage this information really by using data. So the idea of digital marketing is really at the end of the day, you're supposed to be looking at whatever the information is, whether you're looking at your Facebook analytics or whether you, you have another tool that's looking into this information, how many people saw this or whatever, the idea is look at those numbers and through those numbers, looking at qualitative data, quantitative data, putting that together and then coming up with a solution for, I don't know, your client or yourself. Um, and that's basically what digital marketing is. It's Could just give leveraging- us like yeah, sure. So, yeah. So basically, I'm going to give you the example that that I know the most. Um, so when I worked with this uh, wellness company in New Jersey, right? So I think she had at the time, I don't know, 150 followers, I guess. I don't remember. It was a very low number, right? Um, and so her thing is she she was a new brand and she was competing with a bigger brand. And so she was like, I don't know how I'm going to get my numbers there. And I don't know how I'm going to sell all these tickets. You know, she had tickets for this event in New York. And so the idea at that point was, well, we have to increase brand awareness, right? And how do you do that? How do you do that when you're so new? So what we were doing is we were leveraging all the tools we had. So we did some Facebook ads um, and Instagram ads. But what we ended up doing is leveraging all the tools in Instagram. So all the free tools, like at the time it was lives, right? So we were using lives, um, we were using IGTV, we were using stories and slowly those numbers went up to the point where I think by year two, we went from 150 people to, I wanna say 20K followers. Oh, wow. And we ended up selling out on both events. You know, we, I think we had a 250 or 150, it was 150 for the first event. We sold out our tickets to 150. Wow. Um, and then the second, but it was, it took a lot of, it, it wasn't immediate, right? Like it took a lot of, um, like I said, looking at those numbers, um, mm -hmm. qualitative data and quantitative data. So it's not, I know a lot of people get hung up on numbers too. It's very easy to say, well, you know, we went from 150 and then we went to like 20K it's um, you have to really um, t take that information with a grain of salt too because it's like well 
are they bots that she like did she buy these people you know like what is it and it wasn't it was it wasn't that we bought these people these people were real people by the way okay. um we did a lot of organic reach um meaning we leveraged as much of the free stuff as we possibly could and then we boosted our ads you know we didn't put that much money into it but we did put some we'd had like a small budget what we accounted for so we really looked at those dashboards and we looked at the posts so which were the ones that were getting more engagement you know who are our demographics because instagram gives you all this information in their dashboard they tell you okay so you know 30 percent of your population and you know between the ages 25 or 30 are 20 percent right. or you know whatever so we looked at that and we we looked at all our posts and and, and what the engagement rate was and then we started generating more posts like those you know, and we started doing more things like that. Um, and, and slowly for slowly, we started, you know, we started, we saw that the return on investment was huge. We were selling out on our, you know, on our, on our wellness events and we were increasing engagement on the platform. So that's basically a taste of, you know, what I was doing on the digital spectrum is, you know, leveraging social media and using all of their, exploiting all of their um, features to get more visibility, to get people to recognize her brand. Because at the end of the day, that's what you want. That's your goal. Um, right. We did within, I mean, it took two years, but you know, we were in for the long haul anyway. Um, but there are, you know, there are brands that want a faster growth and that's okay. And that's when you, you use Facebook ads and you, you, right. you, know, you use ads as much as possible. But that's basically, in a nutshell, an example of, of what a digital marketer may do. Okay. Wow, that's really cool. I mean, it sounds like a really awesome success story. Yeah. But uh, back to where we're like, uh, maybe explain to us a little what bit who Katie? they are. Yeah. yeah. What they do. Yeah, sure. So they're a company um, at a time. I think they started, I want to say they started in 2018. Um, and like I said, I, you know, I found them Googling my endless Googles and <laughs> I found Acadium and, and basically their pitch was, we will train you, you know, we will give you the core um, training um, so that, and we have apprenticeships that you can do, you know, you can get your real, real life, real world experience with our apprenticeship, right. right? So whatever you learn, you put it into practice with your apprenticeship. And that was kind of the pitch. And so when they first started, of course, I jumped on it because A, it was free. And then, and B is like, <laughs> you know, it was another way to, to get experience. So that was their pitch. Um, fast track or fast forward to 2020 they've refined that pitch where yes there is a free tier where you can sign up if you're if you're interested in being a digital marketer and there's you still can get apprenticeships but now they had this new program and the program was or at least 20 i learned of it in 2020 they probably had it several they probably had it in 2019 um but basically the the program is it's almost like a an exclusive program where they only have a set amount of students where they reach out to and, um, or, you know, you could probably reach out to them if you're interested um, on their website, they have all the information. But the idea is the same, except that it's more rigorous. So it's an eight, eight month certification um, that you go through modules and specific targeted, um, subjects. So you do learn about SEO. You do learn about Google Analytics. The best part of it all is that through every single module, which by the way, they've already, they have everything mapped out for you. You're not having to do this or figure this out yourself. I think that was a big oh, wow. plus for me. That's huge. Because right. that's, in, <laughs> even, even when I learned how to program, even after I got my degree and I just want to learn certain things, that's something that I spend a lot on, a lot of time mm -hmm. on. Like, how do I, okay, I did this course. What's next? Okay, I did this project. What do I do next? That's mm -hmm. huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's, it's it, you know, I think that was a game changer for me. Um, I had done it by myself and I had done every free thing you could possibly think of. And then <laughs> also paid for some stuff. But like I said, I did some some other stuff and it just still felt like, I had gaps in my knowledge. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and there wasn't anything tangible at the end. I think that for me, and I think for a lot of people, 
you know, to, to go through the motions and get a certification is great. But what does that tell you? That you're really good at learning stuff and that you're really good at, check, you know, checking the boxes. But at the end of the day, you don't have a project or a portfolio to show, right? And so right. with Acadium, you do. Like every single module, you're going through an exercise. And by the end of the eighth month, you have this, you know, every single one of those modules, you had to do a project for. So when you've collected so you at five, the end by the eighth month, you have how many, a whole how many modules do you do? Um, I believe it was eight. Um, actually, no, that's not true. Actually, let me go into my my profile, which is another thing. They they have a profile. Um, mm -hmm. You get a. I mean, you can sign up and get a regular profile, but for people that are part of the premium plus, they get you get like. A, I want to say like a little symbol. It's a little symbol that gives okay. you, it's like a premiere, I don't know, like a VIP or sort of, sort of um, situation. And oh, it's like great. Check mark? It's, it's a little, it's like a little um, symbol that you get. And the idea is that when, when you do, and I, I'm jumping, but when you do get to the point where you're doing an apprenticeship, you have that symbol on your profile. So you're not just like from the free tier because now mm -hmm. they know that you, you've actually went through this rigorous program. And um, a, lot of, a lot of businesses or entrepreneurs, whoever you wanna call them, they really like that. They're like, oh, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, what that means is that I'm part of the program and you know, I took the program and whatnot and, you know, and, I, and I've been certified. And they they really do like that. So that's that's another thing that that I find myself, you know, explaining to the people that I do the apprenticeships. But I think right. it's about eight or ten modules, and they really do break it down for you piece by piece. Like you go down through every single one from like you start with social media and then you go all the way down to like Google Analytics, you know, how to look at those dashboards, how to set it up, everything. And so by the end you have a program, you have like your portfolio. Yeah, um, it sounds like you have a decently sized portfolio. Yes, that you can show to employers. So right, if yeah. you wanted to go and, and get a job, which by the way, they also support you on that. And I think that's that was another sell for me. It's like, okay, so they map it out for you. So you, the, you, the thinking, you have no, you know, you just have to show up, which is great. Then on top of that, they give you the mentorship and the support you need to go and get a job <laughs> in the field, which is great because oftentimes you have these awesome skills, but you don't know how to negotiate or you don't know how to advocate for yourself. Oh, wow. Or you don't know what type of resume you should be sending. So they, they give you a template on the best utilized resume for people that are looking to be in the digital marketing space. They give you all this stuff. They're like, okay, this is a resume template you're going to use. Now go ahead and start building your resume. And they'll, they'll give you piece by piece exactly how to do your value proposition and how to map everything out in a compelling way so that someone looking for your skills you know, can see exactly what you've done. So with Acadium is not just, you know, they give you the, the, the program, right? They give you the mentorship. You actually, like I've seen people in cohort five still come back to the meetings and still ask questions and, you know, still have like compelling information to share or looking for another job or whatever it is. And the mentors are there for them. And I was cohort eight. So it just gives you an idea of it's continued support. You know, you're part of the Slack community. So you get all that, all those tools and all those updates and all those tips, you build camaraderie within the community. So you know, these people, <laughs> like, or at least some of them, I don't know. I think that was part of the the sell for me was that I was going to have the support that I needed when I was ready to make that leap and go. And if I wanted to get a job in, in the industry, how do I yeah. go about it? I think that was, that was huge for me. Right. Yeah. I think it's, it's a really amazing program. And I think that is, in my opinion, what the future of education is really going to 
start inching towards, especially apprenticeships and getting that, like right. you said, you get the learning, the experience, the mentorship and the help afterwards and yep. all in, in nine months. So I wanted to ask you a bit more about these apprenticeships. You know, how do yep. they work? Obviously they're, they're not paid, I believe in Acadium, no. right? Right. No. So they're, they're, they're not paid. And I want to hear your thoughts about whether this will be a growing field and how people, when they're looking at programs, especially like reskilling programs, whether it's digital marketing or not, what, what would you say is important for someone when they're looking at, at a new program? Sure. At a new program. I think that before you go off the deep end and you know, and, and say, this is what I want to do is just really under, really be honest with yourself. You know, like I said, I had done several certifications, but I realized that if I didn't have a mentor or if I didn't have a community that I was just collecting paper. So for me, it was absolutely vital that I had a community cheering me on or that it had some type of component that would hold me accountable. It was important to me and I knew that going in. And another thing is in order for you to level up, you know, whether you have the skills, everybody likes to think that, you know, they're an expert and maybe you know more than a lot of people, but to be an expert takes years, right? And so I think that understanding that you will have to pay down the road at some point to some program to get you those skills, to fast track your, your learning is vital. But understanding what program, you know, that's really based on the individual. You know, what is important to you? What matters to you? Do you need a community? Do you need perhaps, you know, a program that does have connections or has a large body of companies that are needing your skills? You know, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to commit to the time? This wasn't an easy thing either. I mean, I work full time and I had to set aside five to six hours a week, you know, to do this, you know. So I think it's just being honest with yourself. Do you have the time? Do you have the accountability? Do you have, do you want to spend the money? I think those are like the first core, <laughs> core action, you know, action items. And then after that, you can. Important question. Yeah, you can then delve into the more specifics of, you know, well, what program is right for me? And don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to, when, when they reach out to you or you reach out to them, ask them specific questions. Like, what is the percentage of people that get hired for this? Do you have a support? You know, if I come to you with like an interview, I need an interview mock-up, would you help me? Like, how, how much support are you willing to give me here? <laughs> you know, because for some people, maybe they don't need that. Maybe they have a mentor of their own. But for other people like me, I did need that. So, you know, understanding what are the areas that you need most help in? And then, you know, how deep, how deep your pockets are, you know, in terms of like paying for this. Like, how will you pay for this? And so I think for me, those are... Those are the, the biggest things. And I honestly wasn't, I was okay with doing apprenticeships that were not paid. But for some people, that's, that's not an option. You know, so understanding, you know, your level of commitment and your level of time and, and what you're willing to give along the way, I think it's, it's huge. But, you know, I always tell people like when they're learning a new skill, be honest, you know, <laughs> like if you don't really know the skill to get paid for something you don't know, I don't know. <laughs> like I feel really like I, I'm one of those people that I, I have a hard time charging for something I don't know how to do. So I tend to lean towards, you know, if you know a friend or if you know someone that needs those skills and you want, and it's okay to practice with them, or if you have a company that you want to practice on, that's great. But, you know, it's really hard to charge for something you don't know how to do. You need to get those skills first. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really interesting, especially the digital marketing space, because I feel like it's a very broad field, it as is. you were saying, and people don't really know exactly what's involved in each right. one of the areas, especially right. today when there's, you know, talk about growth marketing and like right. there's lots of different types of marketing. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm a bit curious. I want to shift gears a bit. Mm -hmm. to like how people should think about their own 
education in general from a more holistic level, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people are coming out of high school now and thinking, you know, I should do this, you know, for your degree. And then I have to go to law school. I have to choose to be a lawyer or like, like you, an engineer and things like that. And I'm curious what you think about the, you know, the traditional college degree versus these alternative programs as someone who went through both, you think them as, you know, replacement or complementary, or you, you know, you have to do both. What are, what are your thoughts on that? That's a tough one, but I think that it really just depends on the individual. You know, I know somebody that they straight up was like, I can't do college. I just can't, I can't do the four years. And I don't want to waste my, 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 my dad's money. And that was awesome that he, at the age of 16, knew that there was no way that he would want to spend four years in college. So for a person, wow. so it, it all goes down to you knowing yourself and being very absolutely unapologetically honest with yourself. Like what, you know, because I'm always going to say, yeah, go to college, but I love school. Right. And so there's other people that are like, listen, I just need to get to where I need to get to. I don't <laughs> need to spend four years figuring it out and understanding what college is for. Right. People think that, you know, you go to college and you're going to have this wealth of knowledge. And yeah, you do get wiser for sure for the four years. But that's why masters are there for masters is the specialization in, in a master's program. You get to really take, you know, the general knowledge that you learned in the four years and apply it in the master's degree, right? So, you know, out of college, you're not going to be a master. You know, the four years does not give you the kind of expertise level, <laughs> you know, that's right. not what it's meant for. You know, the whole idea of college is for exploration and it's for understanding of the broad strokes of whatever your major is. You know, it's not, it's not you're not gonna get out of, you know, that, program and ready to be a lawyer no 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 that's why you go and get a jd right <laughs> because the yeah. jd is there to help mold that right so i think understanding exactly what school what school is for and then understanding your personality type like if you're honest with yourself and you're like listen i can't do it then don't do it you know no one's telling you to accrue all this debt only so that you can realize like i really i i, I can't i can't do that for me I have to say it was very important that I went through the four years. I loved it. I, I learned so much, you know, the broad strokes of public affairs. It was, it was absolutely important that I went through it. I did it later in life. So I think that I was able to, I had the gravitas to retain the information and really take it seriously. So for me, it was, it was a different situation, you know, but it is important to also have that kind of mindset to say, okay, so I have the skill, like the general broad strokes, you know, like I understand how to communicate, <laughs> like I understand what social media is for, you know, now how do I apply those? So school doesn't tell you that very much. I was fortunate that I was in a program that actually showed you how to use Twitter, you know, <laughs> but that that's, again, that school was adapting to the change, you know, in technology, they were adapting pretty quickly to those those changes, which a lot of schools don't do very well, you know, for some of the, for some of the disciplines, it doesn't, it doesn't bode well. So you're still going to have to rely on upskilling through other sources. So to your initial question, I do think they're complementary, but for some people, they may just remove the four years and just do the thing. I would say, even if that's the case, know that you're going to have to reskill several times over. You know, this not this may not be the end stop for me. You know, I started with this program, right? This was a good foothold. But like I said, if I leap into deeper into like SEO, for instance, or email marketing, or like you said, growth hacking, I'm gonna have to continue learning. It doesn't stop here. So understanding that this is a good a good start for sure. It's setting me up for success. Absolutely. But it doesn't end here. You know, digital marketing is constantly changing. Platforms are, you know, today, you know, a few years ago was Snapchat. Now no one's, no, no one talks about it. Now it's TikTok, you know, and it's like, it's constantly ever, ever growing and ever changing. So you have to be the same way too. Right.
pretty yeah. much adapt. You have to adapt to the change. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I think, you know, when we're when we're talking about education, you know, the concept of lifelong learning has never been more relevant. You have to be constantly upskilling, just like you're saying and, and telling everyone. And I think that's a really good, good message. So a lot of our audience, and we'll send this to a few people we already have in mind, are thinking, you know, this sounds awesome. Lona is really cool. She has, she's doing really cool stuff. This sounds really interesting. Where do I start if I think I'm interested in digital marketing? What would be like the first place to go just to explore in your opinion? I would say that definitely check up Acadium. Definitely check them out because they do have, like I said, that's how I was, I guess that's how they found me because I was already part of their their uh, free tier. So I guess that's how they found me. I was in their system already. And the reason why I say check them out is because they already have people like businesses that need help. So you can build your portfolio. There's nothing worse to learn to, to learn a skill and then sit on it. <laughs> you're never, there's, you're not getting anything out of it. That's like reading a book on coding. If, if you're not coding, you don't code, right? Like it doesn't matter if you're writing, if you're reading a book about it and you're in the million blogs that you have saved. If, if you're not doing it, you're not that thing. And so learning is one thing and it's great, but sometimes, you know, you, you retain a lot more when you're actually doing it. So I would say, you know, explore the field that you're looking to do first because digital marketing is huge. Explore the areas that you would like and also be aware that you'll probably change a million times over because that's just the way it is. That's the way the industry is. And then look at check box those those boxes like you know the google analytics certification that google google has several certifications that are free i would say go through those strokes like take those free free resources read as much as you possibly can find people online that you admire and look at them look at their website look at their socials you know see what they're doing, <laughs> you know, right. and then either create a project of your own or see if there's someone that you know that needs help. Everybody needs help with social media these days because it's become this animal that's so right. hard to tame. There's so many areas to work on that you're, con I mean, you can literally be a full-time employee just managing people's socials. So, you know, that, and that's just an example, but there's, there's always someone out there willing and, and able to take help, to get help. So do that, you know, go out there and put yourself out there and, and do these things. But I would say, go online, find out the things that you're looking for, that you're interested in, and then take it from there. Because oftentimes, you know, we think we want to do this one thing and then we end up saying, oh, I don't really like that. <laughs> That's not something I want to do. And just be honest with yourself and have fun. You know, there's nothing worse than to do something. You won't retain it. <laughs> you won't retain it as much if you're not having fun. So right. go out there and really enjoy, enjoy the new skill that you have and, and be patient with yourself because this is not something that you will learn overnight. And like I said at the very beginning, there's a generalist and then there's a specialist, right? Your, your end goal, I think, should be in the specialist. You want to specialize in one specific area. You want to have an understanding, a general broad stroke understanding of all the things, but you really just want to focus on one area and really get good at that. And then move on to the next, you know? So I think that so long as you have this idea where like, okay, I want to, I want to try SEO, then go ahead and, and maybe start a blog, you know, or help somebody out there that has a blog, but do, do your research because what helped, what helped me and was good for me may not be a good fit for, for other people. Right. I think, I think that's super interesting. And, you know, I, I think if you could cultivate this attitude where you, you know, it's multidimensional for sure, because on one hand, you, you have to be able to, to assess if something isn't clicking for you or, you know, you're not good at it, you don't like it. And worst of all, maybe you really don't like it. You know, if you're suffering, you shouldn't stay right. there. So you right. shouldn't be afraid to leave. And I also exactly. think 
as as Shua mentioned and you did this you know the sooner you can accept that in this new world you just have to continuously learn new things and keep on adding things to your toolbox you, you know I know a lot of people when they hear that that's kind of daunting I can tell you that in the beginning it was for me as well but once I, I realized what it actually entails and what it means it actually gets super exciting yep and it's, it's fun. It's fun to learn new things and a new skill. And I even look at my mom, my mom, even at this point in her life and her career, she's current. She, you know, she like, why well, I think like, Oh, it was a long time ago, like 10 years ago. I remember she, she like, I mean, she always knew Excel, but then she really went deep into it. And, and now she's learning. She works in the hospitality industry. So she, she's constantly learning new tools, new things. And yeah, I mean, it's really, it makes your life very, very vibrant. Right. Uh, it's actually very exciting. And like you said, you need to find some sort of outlet where you're not, you know, you don't, you don't want, <laughs> there's like this joke I want sort of this guy, I don't know how it goes, but I won't even try it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I'll butcher it. But like he's saying that he, he learned how to swim through a book. <laughs> you know obviously you can't learn how to swim through a book exactly you can't learn how to code without writing code and like you said i'm sure you can't learn any sort of digital marketing without getting your your feet wet and you know going on the analytics dashboard learning what those things mean writing posts starting a campaign i mean yeah and and to me your story is so interesting because in the beginning, especially when we started all of this, the, the biggest example for us to look at is coding because coding mm-hmm. boot camp got so prevalent, big. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like you said, some people coding, it's not even, it's not interesting to them. They're like, no, I don't want to do this. I mean, this is great. Okay, I'll learn, you know, they'll agree with you even they'll say, oh, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, sure. It's, it can even help me later. But mm-hmm. they don't want to. And then to, to have a, a non-coding program where you have an apprenticeship, because, you know, up before the 20th century, apprenticeships were the only way you, 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 got, a, you got sort of specialization, you got a career. I, I, I mean, I think it's great that they're making a comeback. One-on-one learning with a mentor, it's fantastic. So I, this this was very interesting for me to hear. And as Yoshua said, we before this episode, when we when I you know when he just uh, updated me that we'll be having you on, I was like, wow, this you know I have people in my life that I, I want I want them to hear this episode. I mean, I think because be so <laughs> they're about to go to college, and I'm looking at them, and I'm saying, okay, right. you know, like you said, we're not anti-college. We we right. also think college is great. Right. You have to know what you're getting into, though. Right, right. There are other paths. Right, right. They're non-traditional, but there are other paths. And it's just, it just really depends on the individual. And to tie it up, honestly, for the apprenticeship, you know, I ended up, that's how I ended up getting clients. So the person that I did the apprenticeship, and this doesn't happen all the time, by the way, but it just ended up that I pitched to this lady that wasn't really active on the Acadian platform but she was part of the Acadian platform and I loved her her mission you know I looked her up and everything and I was like oh listen you know I can do this 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 for you let's get on a call and she did you know she got on the call she heard me and then she was like you know it's so funny I was actually I I was gonna get off the platform because I just wasn't active on it so it's great that you reached out and to this day she's a client of mine you know, so that was apprenticeship that I took because it was it was a requirement to take in the Acadian apprenticeship program. Like you have to do an apprenticeship within the second month, I think, or the first month of you starting the program. They they make you get an apprenticeship right away. And it took, I think it was 11, 11 people I interviewed. And oh, wow. I ended up I ended up going and it was people like, by the way, it's super overwhelming because everybody's hitting you up and they're like, I need you, I need you, I need you. So I spoke to 11 people and I ended up going with the person that I pitched to. I didn't even go with all these other people that were pitching to me. I ended up going with the person that I pitched to. And to this day, she's a paying client. 
after the apprenticeship program wow. <laughs> finished the three months she was like you know they get like some type of notification like you know let us know how it went with loida blah 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 and she was like she texted me in panic she was like i just realized this is over please don't tell me this is over <laughs> i was like no it's not relax calm down like we'll she was like can i can i pay you like i will pay you to you can continue doing your work i'm like yeah sure and then that client turned into another client that was a referral from her and then that client turned into another client so you know i would say that any opportunity is an excellent opportunity to get started so don't waste it <laughs> you know like i could have given her 50% of my effort you know i'm working a full time job i have a whole business you know but i didn't i gave her 100% of my effort and it showed because at the end of the apprenticeship the 3 months by the way it's 3 months that you're with this person so you better like them she's she's like throwing money at me she's like here you know just please do this thing i can't i can't take it like social media is just daunting to me so it was it was great it was you know it was amazing and i always say that she was like the gateway because through her for whatever reason I ended up getting more clients. Clients that I can't even deal with. Like half the time I have to like turn them away because I don't have you know I'm a capacity right now. So again, it's it's what you make of it, you know, if if life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. You know, if if you have an opportunity to make an impact and to really help someone, give your 100% and then you never know where that opportunity will take you. Maybe they won't hire you, but then they'll give you an amazing referral or they'll give you an amazing recommendation. Or now you have this amazing portfolio that you can show of, you know, the traction of of the of the changes of the thing of the impact that you made for that organization. So I just wanted to say that because I know that I didn't touch too much on the apprenticeship, but it is part of the module which is great because I think that most people are not going to make it their business to go out there and work for someone for free. I think this idea of I want to get paid all the time is great. Knowing your worth, knowing your value is absolutely important. Don't get me wrong. But like I said, if if you need to get the skills, if you don't have those skills, don't expect to get paid for them. <laughs> like you know, get the skills first and then charge and you're not going to be an expert after 8 months. you know of a track like this understand that be be humbled you know that you are not going to get a marketing manager job <laughs> okay you know and right. the mentor tells us that too he's like listen tame your expectations a little bit please like you're not going to be a manager <laughs> like managers take years to learn their craft like for you sure. know understand that and i think if you you know i think for most people if they if they if they're humble and they get that it's going to take time this is just the beginning i think they'll be fine dealing with a non-traditional role i mean look in 8 months you can get a good understanding a solid understanding of what digital marketing is i don't know if it's something that you'll get in school in 4 years but i definitely know that if you didn't want to spend whatever the astronomical amount of money it is to go to school for 4 years if you're taking a gap year for instance a lot of students took gap years last year because of covid this is a really good and you're interested in this obviously it's a really good way you know going the non traditional route to still get those skills that you need because you have to learn how to use pm tools you have to use how to learn how to learn to use slack you know you have to use these tools that honestly the tech industry already does on a daily basis so you're ahead of the curve you know yeah But- Um yeah I think that it's really amazing this apprenticeship model. I mean when I heard about Acadium I was you know shocked like this is exact this is perfect for someone trying to check out a new field or really gain experience and build their portfolio like in the real world not simulated yep. projects. So we've come to the end of the episode and this was really amazing i think there's so many takeaways and and one of the the main ones we really wanted to get at here is that you have options like you can start somewhere and move and go to a different option and you know change and you know and the world is so dynamic these days that there isn't just one two or three or 10 pastors you know almost 100 and so thank you so much lida for coming on we really appreciate it and 
I want to give you a chance to let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find your company and reach you. What's the best way to reach you? Yeah, sure. So you can always reach me on social, Instagram, Otero Loida, but you probably would want to find me at Team Neon Labs, and that's Team T-E-A-M, Neon, N-E-O-N Labs, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. And yeah, that's where you can find me. And if you have any questions, please reach out. I'm always here. Happy to help. Awesome. and we'll, we'll link to that in the show notes so you can go down and find all the social links. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. And yeah, a lot of fun. And next week, I think we'll be doing another episode about coding bootcamps. So stay tuned. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.